I'm reading an email we recently received from a listener. Thank you for these wonderful episodes. I've learned a lot already and shared them with friends. My husband listened to episodes four and five and had a comment. He's somewhat skeptical about spiritual things in general and says that limiting ghost phenomena to just demons is too simplistic. That if you don't consider all kinds of spiritual entities, such as earth spirits, energies from dead humans, perhaps cosmic spirits we don't know about yet, you may not have an accurate view of reality. I agree with the way you laid out the unseen realm. Is there any way to help my husband with his doubts? Sincerely, Diane. Diane, thanks for the email and the kind words. I hear those ideas often, so I decided to answer in quick pod format, just in case others with maybe the same questions could benefit. First of all, I believe I'm a dual being with a physical body and a supernatural spirit. When I'm given a biblical truth, I believe it because the Holy Spirit living with my spirit, as John 16, 13 says, quote, guides me into all truth, end quote. But my view of reality doesn't really end there. Having accepted the truth by faith, I can now follow the examples of who Luke called the noble Bereans. Acts 17.11 says this group of believers, quote, received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so, end quote. In other words, they received a truth in scripture by faith, then proceeded to test the proposition within physical reality. In addition to the Bereans, I'm so glad that God included a brief profile of the Apostle Thomas in Scripture. He's been nicknamed Doubting Thomas, which I think is unfortunate. I believe Thomas had a personality that was just a little more curious than the others. When he heard the others talking about how they had seen the risen Jesus alive, he said, quote, Unless I see in his hand the mark of the nails and place my finger into the mark of the nails and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. And you know, when Jesus appeared to Thomas later, he didn't give him a harsh reprimand, as we might expect. Instead, he essentially provided Thomas the opportunity to verify the truth experientially. Jesus said, go ahead, Thomas, examine my wounds for yourself. If you haven't listened to episode four, I suggest you do that. It discusses how in Ephesians 6.12, Paul lays out several clear propositions about the nature of reality. So here's what I do with what I call the Ephesians hypothesis. First, I accept it as true by faith. Next, I do what is essentially the premise of this entire podcast series. I take real-world experiential observations and hold them up to these propositions. I want to know whether the evidence lines up with what our hypothesis might predict. In science, this is just known as hypothesis testing, and it's a big part of the scientific method. And as you probably heard, science never proves anything. It can only gather evidence. We make decisions about the nature of reality based on evidence. The more the evidence supports a hypothesis, the more we tend to accept it as true. Now, back to your original question, why do I believe that fallen spirits or demons are the source of paranormal phenomena? First, because by faith, I believe that the proposition in Ephesians 6.12 and other passages are true. Then, after much data gathering, I note how the preponderance of real-world experiential evidence supports those propositions. After many years, my conclusion is that the Ephesians hypothesis is the best explanation for the reality that I experience. Another point that was raised is whether the Ephesians hypothesis may be too simplistic. People might argue if you blame everything on demons, then naturally everything will always seem to be explained. Well, simple doesn't necessarily equate with being wrong. 
As most people know, science often refers to what's called Occam's razor when forming a hypothesis. It essentially says, all things being equal, the simplest solution is likely the correct solution. Now, obviously, this isn't anywhere near a scientific law. For example, let's say I'm walking down the street with my hammer in hand after just helping a friend fix his fence. As I pass by a parked car, a hailstone suddenly plummets down and crashes the windshield. Then a pigeon flies full force through another window and breaks it. A moment later, a renegade missile from a nearby military base breaks through one window and out the other. And so the car owner runs out and says, somebody call the police. The simplest explanation is that I took my hammer and broke all the windows. However, the truth was obviously much more complicated. This was a very odd and unlikely series of events, though. Occam's razor is still a good logical starting point for explaining a phenomenon most of the time. Statistically speaking, the simplest explanation is usually correct, even when it might sound oversimplistic. I do confess, however, that as long as I'm in this natural realm, I'll never be out of that data-gathering mode. I want to understand scripture better. I want to be able to discern experiences better. I still have questions about many details of how the unseen realm interacts with the natural world, but I like it that way. I want to search the scriptures like the Bereans, but I also like considering experiential data like Thomas. That's why we encourage listeners to send us comments and questions and to share experiences with us. The more discourse, the better. It's okay to ask questions about spiritual things. It's also okay to examine experiential data in light of scriptural truth. As 1 Peter 3.15 tells us, In your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you.